MJ, I love to talk to you right now. I'm going to turn off my notifications because I would like to talk to you about Common Rider 01 episode 30. Uh, this is MJ Loves Toku 48. I've talked about Tokusatsu a lot, and I'm going to keep doing it because it's something I really enjoy. Anyway, uh, first thing I want to say is that the episode is called something like, After all, I am the president and a common writer, or nevertheless, or something like that. Uh, it was written by Yu Takahashi, which I definitely felt like it was, and directed by uh, Takayuki Shibasaki. I believe Shibasaki's only directed one other pair of episodes, this season, but I don't know that that's actually accurate. So let me scroll through all my images to see. Okay, so first of all, I'm just going to give a quick, I mean, this is going to be a quick, quick, quick review, uh, hopefully less than five minutes. Um, well, no, it won't be less than five minutes, hopefully less than ten. Anyway, I am, first of all, I really enjoyed the episode. Second of all, I'm really enjoying this new era of the show, and... I paid, I, I, paid, I paid special attention to what exactly would happen with the opening of the show. I think we got a little bit of different stuff, but most of it was the same as before. You hear the beautiful rain? Southern California, it's been raining for the last two days. And it's supposed to be raining for like two more days. Um, and it's just so lovely. Anyway, uh, I'm wondering... Gosh, where do I go from here? I guess I should talk about... Well, before I was doing what's new. So, is there anything new in this episode? Sort of, kind of, yes. And we will talk about that. Uh, we have these uh, horseshoe crab riders who have become the new Ames army. Uh, Zaya uh, has taken over Heden and uh, taken over Ames, therefore, or in association with that, in conjunction with that. And they now have their standard Ames soldiers uh, functioning as these, like I said, horseshoe crab riders. I don't really know where you see that. Um, they kind of look like recycled, upcycled, um, guardians from build, which is probably what they are, but that's okay with me. Uh, they do have the raid riser belt, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm okay with them. Uh, Yaiba is now, I don't know if she's acting as part of Zaya or part of Ames, but she's overseeing these guys and she, um, is helping them commit genocide against all the Humagears. And standing against her is uh, Aruto and, more importantly, um, this fine young wolf man, Isamu Fua, who's using his uh, Rampage bullet to, you know, continue to turn into Rampage Vulcan and fight her. And I was really pleased with how he showed himself to be clever. So this is a new uh, era in the show. It's a new arc. Uh, and it's definitely taking things in a different direction. So, uh, early on there were rumors that it was going to be like a one season show and then they were going to come back with a second season or whatever. I wonder if that just meant like the writing is going to be every season or every, you know, X amount of episodes, 15, you know, 13 to 16 or whatever episodes, it's going to change how it's written and, and what the story's like, because we are definitely in like the third wave of Common Rider zero one. Uh, s you know, things have changed markedly. You've got Fua using his brain, uh, being clever. He hacks into the communications of Ames and uses that to do uh, to find out where they're going to be going and what they're doing. And he tries to stop them. Aruto, uh, and you know, there's a great fight that ensues between the two of them. Aruto has become a yeah. Here we go. So he's all the way in the background, right? And he's got this bike. He's got a bicycle, and there's a human gear body in there that's been dumped. Um, I don't want to do uh, 
This is another one of those cool multi-layered shots that uh, we've seen it now across multiple directors. This is a, a different type because it's not everybody in a small sh uh, scene, like a you know 20 foot radius of each other. Like yeah, 20 foot radius of each other. This is more like you've got these people in the foreground and then like 30, 80 feet away, maybe 100 feet away, you've got Aruto and then mid ground or whatever is uh, Jin fighting uh, a couple of these guys. Is that two? Is that a dude on the ground? I guess it is. It looks like he's holding a gun. Anyway. <coughs> anyway. Uh, I totally got distracted from my point. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have Aruto who's been like wandering around. Uh, Jin talks to him as if he's abandoned everybody, all the human gears and whatnot. Uh, but he's been going around collecting human gears and or at least he's got one here because Zaya has made them illegal basically. And it's not only like, hey, we're, we're recalling this product, but like, it is now illegal if you have this product and we're going to take it from you by force, I guess. I, and it's weird because now Ames is like going around and hunting any human gear that are left because they give off some sort of signal. And uh, he wants to do that in order to, well, it's kind of unclear what his goal is, but he's swapping out Zaya specs for these and he's now promoting his Raid Risers who he developed through this whole situation and through his machinations as the solution for Ames to be able to fight off the Humagear, even if they're peaceful, I guess, which the only one they've encountered so far that isn't is Jin, and then the others have been like abandoned corpses and whatnot. Anyway, there's a really interesting philosophical discussion that Jin and Aruto have, and I loved that, and I love that in addition to that we have, and there's no fighting between the two of them, which is great, because it's just the conversation and it's just getting the message through uh, between each other. And then we've got Fua and Yaiba over here who are definitely fighting each other and they're having a philosophical debate, but they're dealing with it in a much different way. Some other things to take note of before I try to get out of here quickly is that um, Fua tells Aruto that he has a chip in his brain, that Yaiba has a chip in her brain that's uh, making them execute Order 66, and that, um, hmm. anyway, that's, uh, that's kind of a deep cut. If you haven't, if you don't know Clone Wars, if you haven't watched all of Clone Wars or the last couple seasons of Clone Wars, you would have no idea what I'm talking about. Very interesting. Anyway, um, but he tells, uh, he tells, Fua tells Aruto that he's not going to let it control him, which is kind of interesting from a character standpoint, but at the same time, I would like to see him actually get the chip deactivated or removed or something from his brain, because it doesn't really make sense that he would be able to just overpower it by force of will alone, and it still leaves this thring, uh, dangling thread of what exactly is going to happen with, um, oh gosh, the lady in his mind, the, the lady who, um, you know, Metsubo Jinrai member, she's not Bo, that's what people were calling her, it was like the code name, uh, Taki? I don't remember the name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Rika? Rekka? I, shh, stop. It's enough. Um, <laughs> probably uh, what I like... So, I mean, there's all these new dynamics going on. Um, yeah, I'll go back to that image. You know, there's this image from the uh, opening credits that shows these five riders. We've got our two Force Rise riders, and then we've got the Authorize, which is, you know, Aruto, and then we've got the Ames riders, um, Shot Rise riders, I guess, uh, and they're all you know, there behind, like, cracked glass, and then it shows them, all five of them, next together, next to each other in a line, um, as if they're going to be facing off against a single threat, and I really do wonder if that single threat is going to be uh, a Matsugai. It would make sense, but will they join forces, all five of them, and Will they be in these rider suits, or will they be in different ones? I don't know, it's kind of hard to say. Probably different ones, but it'd be neat to at least see them suit up like this uh, one more time. Although I don't necessarily want Jin to get rid of Burning Falcon, because that thing's really cool. But who knows where the keys might go and whatever. Um, 
Gosh, there's a lot of other things I could spend time tangenting on, but I don't really want to do that. I just kind of want to wrap it up with, uh, I loved the fact that Aruto ended up fighting Amatsugai, uh, mostly in uh, Rising Hopper. Is that what the base form is called? Rising Hopper? Or is it just... I think it's Hopper, Rising Hopper. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> he uh, fights him mostly in that, and he is almost completely victorious just in his base form. Uh, when he's able to do a miraculous transformation because he technically shouldn't have been able to. Again, if you watch the episode, you know this. But I really loved how he was able to fight not only him, but the two other uh, Ames guys in their, you know, crab horse... Shoe horse? What? Horseshoe crab suits? Anyway, the other... The Ames riders that he was fighting... Uh, they're, I guess they're technically raid risers. Ihole, there's too many of these guys. Anyway, um, so the... Uh, I was really excited that he was able to do all that in his hopper, in his base form, uh, after this miraculous transformation, and just how cool that was. And then he finally gets into um, metal hopper, metal cluster hopper, whatever it's called, um, and like really beats up Amatsugai and has like a solid victory against him. And uh, gosh, it was just really great to see. And I love the little technical uh, aspect of why they were able to do that. Like it doesn't really make sense, but uh, none of it really makes sense. So it's just like kind of magical toku hero logic and uh it was really cool and it's great that izu was instrumental in that and uh gosh i really like that um speaking of izu that's technically uh not the roman romanization of her name it's is oh and then uh apparently satellite so there was you know zaya corporation there was the arc satellite and then there was zaya Satellite Zaya, which I thought sounded too much like Zaya, and I also thought it sounded too much like something else, but I can't remember now what that was. But apparently now it's Thera. The official name of it is Thera, and uh, Genom Corp changed their subs for it. Or maybe they just changed it because uh, I, I I was speculating that that's now the official thing, because Izu, they translate as is, and I think even over time doing that. I'm not keeping track on what everybody's doing about every uh, translation um, decision, but it... It was either for the service of a purpose of a joke, or it's because it's officially been released that the satellite that they connect to is called Thera, because uh, Arito has this joke or this pun where he uh, says that um, he has all the uh, Humagear technology or or a backup data in his possession, and it's Hira, not Thera. And uh, anyway, it was cute. I liked the joke, and it was funny, um, or it was a fun situation where he used it in the episode, but. Again, if you were there, you saw it, so I won't belabor the matter. I really want to talk more about this. I really want to talk about the conversation he had with Jin and Jin's whole thing about freeing Humagears in a different way where he just wants them to be, to reach singularity and then be, I guess, independent sentient beings. Uh, and he tries to pitch Izu on that, but I'm not really going to talk about it, although I do think it would be cool if Izu did free herself and was simultaneously the secretary of this new company that she founded for Aruto for him to be the president of so that he could technically be the common writer, zero one. Um, but I would also like her to be freed and for her to do all that stuff on her own. I feel like adding that extra dimension would just give her, give that much more meaning to her, uh, being free and being a free operating independent human gear. Um, because you know, Jin so far, he's a bad guy and he's the only like, totally evolved, let's say, Humagear, and it'd be nice to see a Humagear who's totally evolved and who stays on the side of good. Um, well, we'll see what happens, right? Uh, 
I guess, what do you think is going to happen? Let's let's make up some questions now. Do you think she's going to change? Do you think she's going to, oops, um, go ahead and reach singularity and embrace it like Jin? Do you think Hirobi's going to turn against Jin at some point? Do you think the Metsubo Jinrai lady is going to be released and she'll join Hirobi against Jin? Um, what else? Do you think all of them are going to end up turning against Amatsu guy as the final villain of the show at some point? Because I think that would sure be interesting. I'd kind of like to see that. And then, what do you think about these multiplanar shots that they're doing? Um, like this and like from a couple fight scenes ago. Do you like that? Is it too lame? Like, I was almost going to choose this for my thumbnail. But I just, I had to go with this. Because like, look how much more impactful that is. That's that's way cooler. Um, but it's not like as interesting. I guess sometimes things can be cool without being deep. Right? What's that saying? An uh, inch deep and a mile wide? Anyway. I'm just kind of being weird now. So I'm going to share with you my spiel and then uh, showcase my uh, my other, uh, my other products to you if you're interested in that. So uh, MJ Loves Toku can be found on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and uh, MJMunios.com. Check out MJMunios.com for my other review series. We've got another writer cast, King of Hearts, Queen of Sorrows, uh, MJ Loves Star Wars, which is in swinging through comics for now one day it'll be freed and on its own uh as its own little thing but it's not currently going ultra and then of course mj loves toku which is what i'm doing here i may one day roll some of the multiples of these into like a single podcast feed but i don't know if that's something people would be interested in if you are if you're not let me know either way so i can make you know the right decision for you uh i also have uh writing projects over on mgmuniers.com that you can find there so you know feel free to do that if you love what I do and want to support me, uh, you can check out my Coffee and Redbubble accounts. Um, relevant links are going to be below. And I'm just going to show you real quick um, my Redbubble stuff. So, because uh, I like Spider-Man and Marvel Comics in general, I have a web heart design, which I think is pretty neat. I made a Star Wars-inspired one called Balance. Um, and it has a little Force-sounding mantra with uh, crossed beam swords and <laughs> a crystal there. And then... Uh, this you know, motto of this show is you don't have to shout Henshin to be a hero. So I decided to make Henshin hero designs with that motto on them. Uh, these are my own independent designs. Uh, just stuff I thought would be neat. Stuff you might like if you're into tokusatsu like I am. And I uh, just wanted to share those with you and, and you can check them out. Uh, get them. I've got, you know, I've got Ryder, uh, Sentai, and Ultraman covered here with uh, the different designs I've made. And you can get them on all sorts of products. So anyway... Uh, if you had a good time, like and share this and leave a comment, please. Uh, sub <clears throat> subscribe and ring that bell to stay current on weekly Zero One reviews. And remember, you don't have to shout Henshin to be a hero. And I will one day. I'm very excited about Kamen Rider 1971, but Toei is doing so much. Um, there's so much going on in the world. There's new Digimon Adventure out. There's, uh, I'm pretty sure the Netflix Ultraman is going to be coming out soon. I've got on continuing Clone Wars. There's just so much, too much, and I'm moving, and there's... So many things happening right now that it's hard to keep track on all of them, but one day I will get to everything, and I may switch to predominantly covering uh, fully legally available in the United States Common Writer as my main thing. So we'll see what happens with that, folks. Anyway, take care.